Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show, so I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Veronica Valley has been joyously sober since May of 2000. Originally from the UK, she is a psychotherapist, emotional freedom technique practitioner, recovery coach, and author of the books, Why You Drink and How to Stop, and Get Sober, Get Free. She is also the co-host of the Soberful podcast. Veronica passionately believes that anyone can recover from an alcohol problem if they are given the right tools and support. She has personally helped thousands of women transform their lives. Veronica believes that alcohol is only a symptom of the problem and that to recover, thrive, and become the woman you are truly meant to be, we need to embrace a process of change. Now based in the United States, she works with women all over the world through her online programs and Facebook groups. She is married and lives on Long Island with her husband and two sons. So that's Veronica's formal bio. My bio for Veronica is that she and I have worked together on Soberful from the very beginning. She is absolutely amazing. One of the easiest clients to work with. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica, thank you so much for being on the show. And why don't you just give us a little bit of an introduction into your podcast and how it fits into your business? Thank you, Brittany. That's so nice to hear. <laughs> I love my podcast so much. It's one of the f- top three favorite things I do in my business. I, I just love it. Back in the day, years ago, I did a few kind of radio shows back in the UK, and I just loved radio. I loved it. There's an intimacy to it. You know, there's mm-hmm. a real intimacy. And I have always harbored ambitions to have my own radio show. And, uh, you know, for my business, I help people stop drinking and transform their lives. And, you know, I I had books and so I had a blog and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, it takes me a long time to get a blog post and stuff together. It really does. Um, I'm dyslexic and it just, I like writing and I like doing it, but it just takes me a long time. I've always believed in the response that I get is that I'm so much better talking, like presenting on a stage, give me a microphone, I'm, I'm all good. So really, it just became very clear that a podcast was the way to go for me. And I've been working on this for some time. I mean, at least a couple of years before I came, you know, met you. And I'd been a guest quite a few times and I'd seen other people, you know, how it really helped them in their industries and in, in my niche as well. I tried to do it on my own and it's just, I mean, there's just no way. Yeah. And, and you can really tell it's it was so worth making the investment with you because I really wanted it to be professional and I really wanted, you know, I was very serious about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, by the time I kind of came to you, I I knew I wanted to make that investment and I really wanted to, you know, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the podcast. And what's great about it is how it grows and changes over time Mm -hmm. and and all that kind of, you kind of get used to, you know, I have a co-host and kind of getting used to doing that together and I love it. I mean, I just absolutely love it. And you've made it so easy. Oh, well, I appreciate that. So I kind of want to talk to you about working with having a co-host on the show. So for those that don't know, do you mind explaining what that dynamic is and his role in the podcast and in his business? 
Sure. So uh, my co-host Chip Summers is actually my former boss from, uh, we're both psychotherapists. He founded and ran a treatment center in the UK called Focus 12. And uh, I worked there. And so he's been a boss and my mentor for a long, long time. He's semi-retired now. And I knew I wanted to co-host. So I did try doing an episode on my own. And I just, I'm an extrovert. I bounce off of people. Like I want to have a conversation. I just, I have a friend of mine who does hers on her own and she seems to do really well with that. But I just, I tried it. It just really didn't work. So I was thinking like, who could I do this with? Who could I do? You know, I really want someone with depth and weight and experience. And Chip kind of came to mind and I was like, Hey, do you want to do this? He was like, sure. Why not? (laughs) You know, we, we started and I'm sure you've, you know, seen us kind of evolve over the year that we've done Mm -hmm. it. We've really kind of settled into a really nice dynamic because some of the feedback we get now is people love our kind of banter at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. We just kind of chat about our lives a little bit and, and poke fun at each other a little bit. And we're both British and we have, you know, strong sense of irony and quite dry humor. And I think that comes out quite a lot as well. So it's really interesting, you know, our relationship has really evolved, you know, and I've actually learned a lot more about Chip than I didn't realize I knew before we started. So if you're going to do it with a co-host, finding the right dynamic is so, so, so important. And I, I really love our dynamic. And, you know, Chip has you know, lot of experience in our industry and a lot to offer. And and that's, you know, some more feedback that we've got that's been great is how, you know, we're just able, able to impart this knowledge and experience to people who were trying to stop drinking and, you know, they can listen to us and, and really get all of that. So it's fantastic. Yeah. And so I'm, I want to know if you can kind of explain how it works with you having this co-host who, you know, is semi-retired and then you have your business where you work with women do you find that there's any kind of a conflict in the podcast in terms of what the listeners want to take action on, who they want to work with, how that actually gets people into your business? No, I don't think so at all. We, I mean, Chip has his own thing. He's a very, very sought after, you know, psychotherapist across the globe. We both work internationally with people. I work as a coach now. I don't work as a psychotherapist. And really the podcast was to elevate my brand, Soberful. And within that, we have a couple of joint programs. We have a a joint program that's launching pretty soon. So it's really, it's my business and Mm -hmm. I contract with Chip to deliver various parts of it. So it works really well. So, you know, the more popular the podcast is, the more I can contract with him to deliver certain things within my umbrella of Soberful. And it also benefits the programs that we have designed together. Yeah. And I think that is a great way to go about things because for the vast majority of coaches or consultants or service providers who are podcasting, they feel like it needs to either be just them or just them interviewing other people. And they're forgetting that there is this whole other option where they can have a co-host if they're not completely comfortable having the show, you know, ride entirely on their shoulders. If they don't necessarily want to be the main spotlight, they can share that and they can have somebody to bounce off of and be creative with while it still can serve their own business. And you and Chip are a perfect example of that. So that's why I wanted to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. So for the the year that you guys have been going, what has that looked like in terms of your business? What has the podcast done for your business specifically? Well, it's definitely brought, you know, more eyes on our business, more members into my membership group. But it's really elevated. I think the biggest thing that it does is that 
We do know what we're talking about in our niche. We have a lot of experience. We have the qualifications. And I think that that comes across that we do know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I think that you can tell that actually with a podcast because over time, you know, we we can talk endlessly about subjects. You know, we just have, there's so much to cover in the addiction field. And, and I feel that our depth and weight is very well communicated by having these conversations with each other and with guests and that that really transmits to our audience and our potential clients. Yeah. And I would absolutely agree. I mean, I think, I don't know if maybe this is where you were kind of heading towards when you hesitated a little bit was it becomes very clear eventually that somebody has run out of content. And at that point, they're just kind of grasping for straws or grasping for anything just to put another episode out. And it never sounds like that with you two. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Because sometimes you do find yourself like thinking, I've told this story before. Right. And I'm sure, you know, that happens to to most people. And I try and be aware of when that's happening. But yeah, I, I kind of worried at one point, like, oh my God, are we going to work? Are we going to run out of content? And Chip was like, no, you're kidding. We're going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about that. And there's always different angles and all that kind of stuff. And also having, we do break it up with guests and because we are in different time zones, it's really been, I do the interviews with guests because trying to get three time zones to work is pretty impossible, but we do have hopefully a couple of guests coming that will be all three of us. It's just logistically, it's very challenging mm-hmm. and kind of harder to mar- manage a three-way interview. A two-way conversation is is easier. So that's working for right now. And that kind of gives Chip a little bit of a break every so often that we don't have to record every week. Right, right. Well, and I know that for us working together on Soberful, that has kind of been an ongoing discussion is having three people on the show or how to handle interviewing a certain big name guest or we've had some unique situations that I think a lot of podcasters are maybe intimidated by. And I mean, we can come up with solutions. There's technology out there. You and I are, we were talking just before the show about potentially using Squadcast to have multiple people on one call and get better quality. So there are solutions out there. So I don't want people listening to this to feel like they just can't figure it out because you can. And I also want to touch on something that you mentioned right there that you were worried you wouldn't have enough content. Now, most coaches or consultants who are listening to this, I mean, most of them are like millennial female women. So they haven't been in the industry. They don't have the combined experience that you and Chip do, but they still have an incredible amount of knowledge in their field. And so do you mind talking about what that planning process is like when you guys are going through and planning your content to make sure that you don't run out of things to talk about? What does that look like for you? Well, I'd, I'd definitely say for the first few months, I would message him the night before and say, what should we talk about tomorrow? <laughs> and he would go this and I'd go, no, this. And then we would kind of like the day before, like, go, all right, we'll talk about that. And to be honest, most of the subjects we can both talk off the top of our head. Mm-hmm. But as we've kind of gone on, we've needed to, you know, I've done some more research on different stuff. So I run a membership program for people who want to stop drinking. And that has a monthly theme in the membership group. So we always do one podcast episode around that. So uh, for instance, this month, the theme was vulnerability. So we did an episode talking about vulnerability and next month is cross Mm -hmm. addiction. So we'll do an episode about that. A lot of it sometimes is, you know, what's going on around us. You know, we've talked when the uh, Supreme Court nomination process was happening last year, we did talk about uh, the role of alcohol and sexual assault. So there's always something current Mm -hmm. going on that we can talk about. Yeah. So I, we didn't do a whole lot of planning at the beginning, but now I'm doing a lot more planning and kind of thinking about that because I'm also kind of 
we are going into subjects that we do know about, but it's also good to kind of, I'll do a little bit of research and, you know, that kind of stuff. So we are getting a quite a bit more consistent. One of us will just have like, hey, we should talk about this and like we'll add it to the list kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And have you found that the more you think about the ideas, the more ideas come. So basically, I kind of have this theory, which I mean, I'm not the only one that does. It's very common theory, but that creativity breeds more creativity. Has that been the case with you guys? Like once you think of a topic, it kind of tends to lead to, oh, well, we could also talk about this, this and this. Absolutely. I mean, for instance, like one thing that we've touched on in different ways is relationships and sobriety. And then we've done episodes Mm -hmm. on love, sex, Mm -hmm sexual abuse. And I think there's a lot more that we can say about actually relationships and recovery. So you do kind of one episode and then you realize there's actually so much more you could say about that. And when we're recording the episode, I think, oh man, yeah, we should talk about that. That's really, mm-hmm. so I absolutely, and that that's kind of definitely how I work. And that's, I, I don't think I would have that if I did that on my own necessarily. I think it maybe would be harder. I, and maybe it's just my personality and because I'm an extrovert, it just having the co-host just really helps that happen for me. Right. Okay. Well, I have one final question to uh-huh. wrap up this interview. And that is, it kind of is a, a twofold question. So okay, if you were speaking to someone who was going to start a podcast, they just decided, I'm going to start today. What piece of advice would you give them in the very beginning? And if it's different, what would you go back and do differently if you could start yours all over again? So someone's studying the podcast, and I'm assuming it's something to do with their business. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like the general business advice that I would get, because I'm in lots of groups and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's still this like, oh, it's a side hustle, and I, I can like launch this product and make $20,000. And that's probably going to be unlikely in the beginning, Right, is that you need to really be prepared to invest in it. Some people are very, 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 very techy and can do all of that. And if you can do all of the tech yourself, then that's great. That will save you money. I'm not. And I also don't have, like, I am so limited with my time to work that if Mm -hmm. I can farm out tasks, then I absolutely will. It's worth it for me because then I can use that time to create content and work with clients. It's not worth me spending five hours dicking around trying to figure out how to upload this or edit that. That would just kill me. So I think you've got to really lean into what you're good at. So if you're not, be prepared to invest in it. And I, you know, I'm not just saying this to promote Brittany, but the best thing I did was hiring you. Like I just, I never would have got there, you know, I really wanted it to sound and look really professional. And also you were very countable. You sent me this checklist that was kind of daunting at first, but was actually, right. you could get through it. Okay, I've achieved that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. So I would be prepared to invest in it a little bit. And again, it's not huge. And, you know, look out and what's in your niche, because there's a podcast for every niche. It's amazing. I love that about the digital era, that there's... Mm-hmm. The niches are just, there's something for everybody. And look at seeing, uh, you know, offering something fresh and different. What would I do differently? That's a really interesting question. Probably, again, this is not just because of my podcast. This is my business in general. I'd have just probably done more planning. I felt like I was flying by the seat of my pants a lot at the beginning and just sort of like winging a lot of stuff. And I'm not now, I'm now planning and thinking ahead and all of that kind of stuff. So that's the only thing I can really think of. I mean, 
obviously you can look back at earlier episodes and feel that you're doing better now but you've got to that's the process it's always going to be Mm -hmm. like that I mean the professionals on tv and radio feel the same I'm sure when they start episode one as when they do episode 100 so I think know that you're going to grow and change and it's going to feel more comfortable and and all that kind of stuff and what I do love now is that we've really like sort of unleashed our personalities I think at the beginning Mm -hmm. we were sort of professional let's talk about this subject whereas now we spend a good 10 sometimes 15 minutes chatting and laughing and that's actually the bit that people really respond and like to that they've got to know us so I'd have perhaps done a bit more of that at the beginning Okay. Well, Veronica, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure getting to talk with you in this sort of way and getting to grill you about your show because I work with you on it every week, but I don't necessarily know what happens on your side of it. So this was really interesting. And I know that you are impacting so many people. What you are doing is extremely important work. So thank you for doing that. Thank you, Brittany. And thank you. You're just a lifesaver so many times. And uh, it's really, I couldn't have done it without you. And that wraps up another episode of Podcasting for Coaches. If you'd like to connect with me further, you can do so on Instagram at Podcasting for Coaches. If you know it's time to finally get serious about starting your podcast, go to podcastingforcoaches.com and click on the Work With Me tab in the main menu to learn more about my one-on-one launch consultation packages or my self-paced online course. And I look forward to seeing the podcast that you create and put out into the world.